Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. And I have another amazing guest with me today who's going to just kind of pull back the kimono and talk about what's real, what's up in her business, so that you can learn from her experience and to know that no matter how much of a badass in business you are, there's always areas that you can improve on. We're all growing, we're all improving. And so I want to welcome Lynn Peltzer to the show. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you so much, Dana. Thank you for asking me to be on the show. I'm excited to be with you today. Yay. Okay, so let's give the listeners just a quick, very quick rundown of what your business is so they have some background. Yeah, great. Well, right now, my main focus is FemCity. So what I do is I run a chapter in Toronto, and um, I also am the director of FemCity Collective. So I have been uh, consulting with them and building new collectives, which are women's networking groups that are popping up. So I have launched 45 since January. So we've had this big project and it's going really, really well. So it's, it's about mentoring. It's about leadership and uh, really just training up leaders so that they can go ahead and, and build their own. Yeah, I love it. And I've been to some Femme City and I, I love the vibe there. It's really a good fit there. Thank you. Yeah. So now tell me again what it is like, what, what are we looking at today? Mm -hmm. You mean, what are we looking at for what I'm going to sort of open up and talk about? Yeah. Well, it just, you know, you and I were talking about what, what are we going to deal with today? And I was thinking yesterday, something hit me and I am just in this process of, do I go bigger or do I not? Mm -hmm. Because things are actually going really, really well. In particular, the last month has been really crazy good for us and it feels almost effortless the alignment is so good and so what do I do hmm I could do so much more but right now family life and balance feels so good do I want to but I have this internal drive always to think (laughs) I need to do more 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 well you can so you should Uh, But I've been there once before where it really got out of balance for me Mm -hmm. and I was building, building, building and it was, it was good, but I truly did get burnt out. So I'm in that thought of like, "Mm, how do I work through this? What am I going to do more? Do I stay the same or do I take it to another level? Or something different. See, sometimes, and right. this, is, this is why I wanted, I, I knew you were hesitant and were like, well, it's only this. And I'm like, no, no, this is a great topic because there is this external drive in our society for more. And we see it in corporations where there's the constant push for higher profits, higher you know, sales, higher this, you know, get more sales, get more sales. And yet, you know, at some point, it's like the point of a business was also to create a lifestyle that worked for you. You know, there's so many people that are like, I want the, the laptop lifestyle. I want to be able to travel where I want and, you know, not have to work crazy hours. And, and then they end up in business and they're, they find that they get caught up in that hamster wheel of more, more, more. I need to be doing more. I need to be doing. And, and I get it. I, you know, I'm right there with you. Like it's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a real trip up for me. So you know, a lot of it is untangling the programming and the conditioning that we have where 
more is somehow better than, you know, letting something build naturally and organically, that there's somehow that, you know, conflict. So let's just kind of poke in this a little bit. And for you, what does it mean and what would you lose if you weren't pushing for more? If I wasn't pushing for more, I think I would be, I don't know if it's losing, but I would feel maybe a negative around if you have the capability to do more, why are you not doing more? If you want, yeah, if you, if you, if you want to kind of climb up the ladder, although there's no corporate ladder for me to climb, but if you want to continue that because you have a drive, why are you not using it? So like, what it have, would be like a void. A void. Be, there might be a void of that. Yeah. So if you were to not lean into that drive, then, then what? What does that mean? Mm. And I, I never have not leaned into it, so I'm not sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So I, I imagine I might feel a little bit like I'm, it's not true to me. It's not true to me who okay. I am. So I might feel a little like underachiever. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's how you've defined yourself for all of this time. Yeah. You are this driven person. And all the time that I've known you, that would be a word that I would use for you. You are driven. You're like, you're a go-getter. So here's what I want to do. I didn't think we'd get into the clearing, but I think we have some things that we we can move on here. So the process that I'm doing with people is to clear off the charge that we have on the having it and the charge that we have on not having it. So when it comes to being driven, then it would be the charge that you have about being driven and all of the charge that you have about not being driven. Uh And what happens is that when we clear off the charge on both sides, then it becomes a simple choice. And there's no, I need to, I can't, I shouldn't. You're not flip-flopping around in your head with all of those internal thoughts and judgments. You can just, you know, go with what's going to work for you. Maybe this is a new phase in your life. Maybe this is a stage where you're like, I'm going to coast. I'm going to, you know, take the money that's working. I'm going to let it build on its own and who knows. Or maybe you go back to finding something in between that's somewhat driven, but not crazy driven. You find a balance. I don't know how that's going to show up. But in doing this, there isn't the resistance or reaction and there isn't the push. You're not pushing yourself into any direction. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It's a very cool process. It's very, very easy. So um, have you worked with anything like EFT or TFT, any of those, you know, meridian energy clearing work? You're looking glazed over. <laughs> um, no, I have heard of it and I, and I have done a couple of things, but I don't think it's that. Okay. So what I've done is that, like I've been really refining this process over the last 25 years and finding ways to get it to work for absolutely everybody. Because some of the work that I've done in previous years, it worked really well for those that got it. And then there were those that were like, uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So all we're doing is in the actual clearing process, you are going to take a deep breath. And on the exhale, you just imagine being able to clear your entire system of the charge that we're bringing up. So we bring up what we call the energetic charge. That's the, you know, if I say, um, 
if you say a statement, like most people will do affirmations, right? I am a wealthy person. Well, if you're not actually a wealthy person, that will bring up an energetic charge, a disruption, because it's not true. Right. So there's, and there's all the judgments that we have about why you're not a wealthy person and why this isn't working, right? And that's part of that. Those judgments are a charge. So it's an energetic disruption. And by taking the deep breath after we've brought up that disruption, you are moving that out of the system. You're disconnecting those pieces. And so then it's a matter of, you know, I can choose it. I'm not having to fight with all of the baggage. Got it. Yeah. It's very cool. It sounds simple. It's so simple. It takes me much longer to explain it than to actually do it. That's the fun part. Okay. Right? So it's super, super easy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you, um, now I got to circle back to where we were (laughs) in the things. So um, it was about the pushing for more. And so let's start with the statement of it's safe for me to allow myself to drive for more? Or maybe we want to play with the wording. Is it about being driven or pushing for more? What would be the wording that would really zing for you? The word balance just keeps coming up because I think it's like the drive is, is the important piece, I guess, but it's the fact that the drive can throw off the balance. Okay. All right. So let's start with the balance. Okay. So let's say it's safe for me to have balance, to have work life balance. And it'll be like whatever that is actually for you. So mm-hmm. say that statement. It's safe for me to have work life balance. It's safe for me to have work life balance. And then take a nice deep breath and just clear off whatever little bits are on that on the exhale. Good job. And then we're going to say this statement again. Same statement. It's safe for me to have work-life balance. It's a little easier, so nice deep breath. We'll just clear any little bit else. And we'll say it again. It's safe for me to have work-life balance. So it's getting better. Nice deep breath. So I'm going to flip over to the not statement. And this might seem a little bit strange, you know, grammatically, but it's safe for me not to have work-life balance. It's safe for me not to have work-life balance. Oh yeah, all kinds of stuff on that. Nice deep breath. I know, it feels yucky, right? So nice deep breath. Say it again. It's safe for me not to have work-life balance. Nice deep breath. Clear all of that. And say it again. It's safe for me not to have work-life balance. Getting easier. Nice deep breath. Okay, say it again. It's safe for me not to have work-life balance. Yeah, one last deep breath. Okay, and so you notice as you were saying it, that it gets, it's like, as you say it, it's more of a neutral feel each time. <laughs> the first time I could almost not croak it out. I know. I, I have times where people like, they can't even hear what I've said. It's so charged. Wow. So, yeah. Those kinds of things happen. So that's the idea is that we're removing the charge on both sides. Now, something like this, it's kind of hard to test out and say, you know, how do you feel about that? But just give a rough guess. You know, does it feel easier to think about choosing to have work-life balance 
than it did before? Mm-hmm. You know what? It feels more obvious. <laughs> I love it. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. We clear off the charge, then boom, it's like, oh, well, of course I want to go in this direction. You know why? Because I actually, yeah, it does feel more obvious because it is growing. Honestly, what I'm doing is growing without a lot of effort. Why would I feel like I need to work harder? I don't need to work harder. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Right. That's the thing. See, so if we were to try to chew through that logically, what's happening is that when you try to force yourself in a direction, you're going against all that reptilian brain that has all of these things in there about it's not safe to do that. So at some point, you implanted this idea that having work-life balance was, it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay to, mm-hmm. to choose or not choose it. There was disruption on both sides. Mm-hmm. And so going for it, created a disruption in your system. It's like, you know, logically that, well, of course I want work-life balance. Of course I would. So why do I want to also sabotage it? Right. Right. Why would I? Why would you? But now we clear that off and you're like, well, of course, yeah. Like, oh, let's, right. And that's what I was saying about something else. Like Mm -hmm. it's not either be totally driven or sit and do nothing. It's like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe you choose to do five hours a week of reaching out to people just like, hey, have you thought about doing this? And really easy, which mm-hmm. is still balance. Mm-hmm. And if you want a week off, you take a week off. I like a week off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very envious. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a book launch and it's like, it's not week off time. There's no weeks off. It's Next go time. We're going to Aruba, a Fem City retreat. So we're going tomorrow. So it oh, will nice. be off. It'll just nice. Be nice. Okay. So I do want to poke a little bit more about this um, drive because you are a very driven person. So mm-hmm. is there any niggly bits about feeling like you should be driven? Mm, you know what the niggly bit is? I think there's an expectation for me to be driven. Mm. Others expect me to be driven because I have been for so long. And perhaps as I've gotten older, I don't feel the need to be as driven because I understand what happens when you are too driven. <laughs> right? Experience yes. has shown that sometimes that drive can, can also have some negative effects. So uh, I think it's, there's an, I, I think there's an expectation. Maybe there isn't. Yeah. I think people think she can do it. So we'll ask her. We know she'll put in the time to do it because she always does. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Yeah. But that's, you can, you, can feel, it up. you can feel all of the, the little disruption yeah. in the system. So yeah. here's what I want to do for a statement for that okay. is that I'm allowed to not be driven. I'm allowed to not be driven. Nice. And the breath? Yep. <laughs> you want to clear it. <laughs> okay. Say it again. I'm allowed to not be driven. A little better. Nice deep breath. I'm allowed to not be driven. It's starting to move, but we got a little bit more. We do one more on that. Okay. 
I'm allowed to not be driven. That's getting much better. Deep, deep breath. And then say, it's safe for me to be driven. It's safe for me to be driven. Nice deep breath. Again. It's safe for me to be driven. I can tell I need another one on that. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Keep picking up on this. <laughs> it's safe for me to be driven. Nice deep breath. Say it again. It's safe for me to be driven. Yeah, we're going to need another deep breath. Say it again. It's safe for me to be driven. Okay, much better. That feels a lot clearer. So there's probably some other threads. So I can feel energetically, I can feel it's kind of pulling on some other pieces because there's, there's often in this, and, and I heard you in that it's like, well, give it to her, she'll do it. There's that expectation. Mm-hmm from other people and of course if we were in a session that would be where I would go next we'd start you know poking in at what are the threads and saying you know what else because other people's expectations of us can also trip us up when we're when we're when we have that disruption Mm -hmm. because people can have all the expectation that they want but if we are not bought into it then we're not triggered by it but right. the moment that we have some sort of disruption that says that we are supposed to live up to other people's expectations, we're supposed to fulfill our obligations, we're supposed to, you know, be a good girl, we're supposed to, whatever it is, that keeps us looping, it keeps us stuck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pulling all of those threads out makes a big shift in where we're going to go. And then you can choose to go in the direction that really works for you, that really resonates with where you want to go. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's very cool, right? Yeah, I can totally feel it. Good. I love this process. It's just, it's so much fun. I could really honestly do this all day long. Love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. it. And then the thing for me is that, you know, for so many women, when we do push energy, it's, it depletes us. It's not in our best interest. We need to be working within our feminine flow and pulling in some of the masculine at times when it's like, okay, it is time to get shit done. Then let's pull that masculine energy in to get shit done. But we need to know what it is that we need to do. And that's our feminine intuitive. And as long as you are keeping the blend between those two pieces, we don't burn out. But for so many women, they're like, you know, they see the masculine model of business and it's like just head down, do it, get up even though you're sick, do that podcast, even though you've got a cold, like push, 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 push. And it's not very long before we burn out. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And, you know, maybe we don't need to get as far as we think we do, or maybe we don't need to push as hard in order to get the results that we're looking for. So like with you, with the Femme City, what if you pushing or not pushing didn't change the end result? Right. (laughs) I know. I don't think it will. I don't think it will either. No. <laughs> I know. And I yet- do remember a time pushing, pushing, pushing and thinking it's shocking that things aren't moving equally to the amount I'm pushing. Mm-hmm. And with this, 
I think I learned my lesson with the last thing. And so with this, definitely it's, it's much easier in that way. And yeah, it's right. You're right. It's, it's probably just going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. Cause the reality it is, is good. I'm not unhappy with it. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause what I see in business is that, um, particularly for women, we have this magnetic quality. We have this ability to, you know, really tap into that flow and that intuitive and create magic. And so, but that only happens when we're not pushing. Right. When, we're, when we're having fun, when we're engaging with other people, when we're just letting it happen, as well as, you know, doing what we need to do. But there's much more magic that happens when we're just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Just being authentically you. Yeah. Is, that's a big deal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it feels so much better. It's so much easier oh, yes. oh, yes. on the body. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Very cool. Thank you. My pleasure. So where are we at for time here? We should just see. Um, so we probably have another minute. So what, um, what else would get in the way of you letting this be easy? Hmm. If anything. I think right at this moment, just, you know, through what we've already done, I'm not feeling like there is anything in the way. Sweet. We've cleared you it know, all out. It, it just feels obvious. Now, I, okay. maybe a week from now, I will find the call me. Case. Yeah, I'll be like, uh-oh, the thread, <laughs> something unraveled. True, but I yeah. do feel like, uh, well, the only thing that we get in the way is myself, which is a broad statement, but myself uh, buying into something that yeah. is expected or wanted or needed or you know I'm not really a FOMO person like I'm not really into the FOMO and, and <laughs> you know, somebody else is doing something and I have to do better it's all internal it doesn't yeah. matter what anybody else is doing That's and just for clarification for the listeners FOMO is fear of missing out yeah um, I often forget what that stands for people say FOMO I'm like what FOMO right. like you know, I, you know yeah. mofo, mofo. I know what mofo is, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that it brings up another good point in that. So if you go along, and next week it starts to feel like this is coming back. Mm-hmm. I want you to think in terms of perhaps you're picking it up from somebody else, as opposed to it's come back because in clearing it, we have cleared it from your system. So it's not that things come back. It's that we go out in the world and there's other people with the same issue that we've just cleared and it feels familiar. And so we have this ability to actually take on the thoughts and feelings of other people. So we go out in the world, we bump into somebody else who is feeling like, oh my God, am I allowed to not push? Am I allowed just, you know, to have this be easy? You know, the money's coming in, it's good, things are good. Am I allowed to just relax? And you're feeling that, and because it felt like what you used to feel, you think it's yours. That's the brain getting in the way. Ooh. But I want you to start assuming that it's not. And then you're going to take a deep breath. You're going to let yourself expand out energetically and just drop whatever's not yours. Got it. Yeah. So that's your homework. Okay. Super easy homework. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can do that. 
<laughs> I know it's super easy. And I think in the, in the majority of people in the world, we take on other people's thoughts and feelings all the time. Mm-hmm. They've actually scientifically proven that we can pick up thoughts and emotions from as far away as 33,000 miles. So wow. you, and I are, you and I are close to Toronto. So it's basically to, a Toronto to Tokyo. Now, you think about the amount of people in a circumference range of that distance to us. Now, I tend to think it's the whole world, but even that. But that's like several billion people that you're possibly picking up thoughts and feelings from. So when you feel overwhelmed and, you know, kind of like uh, all in that, that space, the odds of it actually being yours is low. Wow. I did not know that. Mind-blowing, right? Yeah, it is. I yeah. can definitely feel it in a room of people. Mm. Uh, but I hadn't thought about it from the distance. Well, yeah, yeah, everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. You can, you can feel it. So the, the way to counteract that is to allow your energy field to expand out. So you're expanding out all directions, so 360 degrees. And you just keep going out, like go as big as the world, as big as the solar system, as big as the galaxy, universe, all the way out to infinite space. When you're loads and loads of space, the other stuff doesn't stick to you. Ooh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're spacious. There's nothing for it to cling on to. Right. Makes so sense. it makes sense that most people intuitively want to pull in thinking they're being protective of themselves, but it is far more protective to expand out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So... That is your homework to play with. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And I can't wait to see how that lands and shows up. So keep me posted. I will. Yeah. And then if we just want to do a, a quick plug for where people can find you, where they can maybe find out more about Fem City if they want to open up a collective. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? Uh, femcity.com. There is a tab called Start FM City. You can fill out an application there for uh, becoming a new leader in a new location. And I'll tell you, for people in Ontario, I'm putting it out there. I'm looking for somebody in the London area in particular right now. Mm-hmm. I have it in my mind that we need a FM City in London, Ontario. So we are going in all directions. But I do um, work with people all across North America. So Fantastic. Anyway. Yes, and thank you. And anyone can find me on Facebook, Lynn Pelzer, just like that. Love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Lynn. Thanks, Dana. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bowl.